0: Welcome to Co-Parenting Without Chaos. This is Brittany. And this is Alexis. Join us each week as we share our co-parenting journey to include the ups and downs and everything in between. Sit back, relax, and And enjoy enjoy as we explore all things co-parenting.
1: Hi guys, this is Brittany. This is Alexis. This is episode one of our podcast. Super excited. Can't wait to start this. We've really been working hard on it, and we hope that um, there's some good content, and we hope to get our listeners involved, and for people to message us, to ask questions, for us to just be able to kind of talk back and forth um, about co-parenting and the struggles. Um, It wasn't always easy for us it was not no so we're gonna share kind of our ups and downs um a little bit a little bit of everything you know and and we still work each and every day to make sure that what we're doing to co-parent works out for us and the children and
0: yeah and the best we can be yeah I mean it takes
1: a little bit Sometimes, some days are better than others, but I mean, I think we have this pretty much on lock. Um, (laughs) I hope so (laughs) at this point. um, So yeah, so today's episode, I'm really going to focus or we're really going to focus on introducing ourselves to the listeners. Um, We want you to kind of get a little bit of background about who we are, who we were um, even before we came to know each other. And then, you know, our journey and where we've come from, where we're headed and, and how we kind of deal with this whole co-parenting thing. So I'm going to introduce myself first. Again, I am Brittany and I'll start introducing myself, um, I guess, really from like high school a little bit before I met Cody. Cody is the ex of me
0: and the new boo of Alexis (laughs) we Um, hate to use the word baby daddy
1: yeah I just but we will
0: use it though it's so funny because I'm always like my baby daddy and then I'm like I hate when people say that but then I'm like oh that's just my baby daddy
1: (laughs) like I'm not I'm not mad about it but I just I don't know and then sometimes I just want to be like oh she's just married to my ex-husband because it just feels like it's easier but they're not married yet but you know it's I'm sure it's headed there Let's help, girl. Uh, <laughs> i are hoping. I'm thankful for um, Alexis for sure. So, okay, so I was pretty much raised in the Kansas City area. Um, I moved to Kansas City from like the Lake of the Ozark area when I was in fourth grade, um, and actually I moved to Independence, and then I was there until my sophomore year of high school. My sophomore year of high school is when my family moved up north a little bit to Kansas City. And so... It's a different world. It is. Like, it's only 30 <laughs> minutes away, but, like, it it really did feel like it was, you know, 800 million miles away. And I had all my friends from high school there, and it was a struggle.
0: I mean, it, yeah.
1: I was, like, 16 years old. I mean, come on now. I was an emotional <laughs> teen girl, and I'm going through this transition of, like, changing high schools. So that was fun. But... In the midst of all that, I'm pretty. I'm a pretty shy person. I mean, I have come a long way.
0: Yeah, I would say like first meeting you, I was like I was just kind of quiet. And but knowing you from high school because we went to the same high school, we both went to Oak Park. Yeah. Um, I did not know of her at that time. I mean, I was a sophomore. You guys were seniors, so it was a little different. But I think just I knew of you. And I knew you were quiet. But, oh, yeah. So, yeah, like, coming to meeting you now 10 years later is definitely. I'm kind of different. Yeah.
1: I'm a lot more vocal than I used to be. But I think that's just, I the mean. Years. The years, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of become more comfortable. Years and, and kids. Yeah, and kids. <laughs> oh, geez. I have to speak up so many times apologizing for my children. <laughs> no, they're good kids. Um. So, anyway, so moved to... Um, Kansas city went to Oak Park high school. Um, and so I met Cody at the end of my sophomore year. Nope. I'm lying. The end of my junior year. Cause junior year is when I started Oak Park. So the end of my junior year is when I met Cody. We had this like study hall class together. I was, I spent l- like, the least amount of time as possible in actual classes, I would always, like, go to the journalism lab and stuff like that because I was, like, a nerdy yearbook kid. Um, but I had this study hall with Cody, and he was, like, the class clown type of kid. And remember, I'm, like, pretty shy. I just moved here. Still, like, I'm not trying to make friends. I had friends from my friends group in Independence, and we're still all friends today. And so I was, like... Still kinda of mad that I was even there. And were so mad that you guys moved. Yeah, I was so I mean, mad that we moved. You're emotional. Like Yeah, it was it was hard. But Cody, he was not quiet. He was outgoing and he was like was always getting-quiet? No, still not. <laughs> he like he was always getting in trouble, but like all the teachers still liked him. Yeah. But he was just like, I don't know, one of the honorary kids in class. But anyways. So we exchanged phone numbers at some point. I don't know how he convinced me to give him his phone number, so I did. And so we talked, and it wasn't until August of that year. So, I mean, January of that year is when I met him. January 2007. So, it was like August 2007 when we started dating. And we dated for all of senior year. Um, And then even a little bit after that, then 2009, came around. And Cody was like my first real relationship and like my only relationship. So um, I, you know, being young, I was like, okay, there's probably something else out there. Like maybe we should just take a break and let's
0: just go check, you know. Try the waters. So rude. (laughs) It was really rude. But I feel like everyone did that, though, after their first true love. Yeah, who just, didn't like like break up or like I need to see what else is out there though.
1: Yeah, but it was pretty terrible, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but it didn't really last that long. Um, like we still communicated and all of that, and I was really close to his family, he was close to my family, so we still communicated and then um we decided to get back together. Um October of that year, I found out I was pregnant. The baby. The baby. So, June of 2010 is when um, I had our daughter, Peyton. And then we got married June of 2011. And then had our son, August of 2012. So, we just, like,
0: moved right along. You said boom, boom, boom. Yep. Yep. Oh, fully committed at that <laughs> at the time. Fully committed. It wasn't just like, hey, we're dating. It's now I'm married, two kids. Yep.
1: Just all all of a sudden. And, um... You know, at the time, like, young and thinking that we could pretty much just do whatever we wanted to do. And we did. And we were really lucky. We had a lot of flexibility. My parents were super-duper involved. And they would help us out with the kids. So it's not like we, like, missed out that much on friend stuff. We would still go do things with friends and all of that stuff. And, um, yeah, so it wasn't like it totally, you know, ruined our younger years although there are definitely things we probably could have done that we didn't right so yeah but that's okay um so end of 2015 is really like beginning of the end for our relationship
0: Mm. it was rough um that's the worst when you know it's just it has to be something done about it yeah because you'd want to work on it and stuff and i Probably know like you did, guys. Try to work on it. Yeah, like we actually. I mean, the 2015 was like
1: beginning of the end, but I mean, we tried like in different moments, like okay, can we figure this out? I don't know. And then we would for like a minute, and then we were just like, I don't know, you know. And so that part was hard. Um, so it wasn't actually. So that was like the end of 2015. So it wasn't until April of 2017 where I moved out and got my own place. And we actually did live with my parents, our entire relationship with our kids and all of that. And so that kind of contributes to like the closeness of our family and all of those kinds of things. And, you know, even after the divorce, what that looked like with our families, um, you know, we'll get into that more later, but June of 2017 is when our divorce was actually finalized. So, weird fact, it was finalized on our daughter's birthday. Awkward. It was weird. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's still... Like, we didn't... We went, we filed our paperwork or whatever, and then this attorney just... Had to go do her thing, and we got some papers in the mail. Eventually, when it was finalized, and like it It was said, boom,
0: you're done. It was just
1: like, oh, okay, we're divorced. But then when the papers got there, that said we're divorced, and it had June and our daughter's birthday on it, we're like, "Mm, well, that's not a day we'll forget. (laughs) So there's that. But yeah, so that's like a rough introduction of me, and then really just kind of. Cody and I's relationship um up until you know we decided that it was time to get divorced and
0: yeah so Alexis now you can tell us a little bit about yourself hello hello well my name is Alexis um I was born and raised in Kansas City have been here my whole entire life you know they say that city girl life just living its best
1: When I came from the country, though, I'm telling you, when I got to the city, I cannot imagine not living in the city. Now, I don't need, like, L.A. type of city, but Kansas City is, like, the perfect... Yeah. We're
0: busy, but we're calm. Like, it's, like, a busy, calm thing. Yeah,
1: like, you can drive, like, five minutes and be, like, in open land and be in, like, a moment of... Have a moment of peace to yourself, but then it's very convenient to everything you need.
0: But don't let it get twisted. The city that we live in is very, you know... Everyone's grandma, brother, sister. Like <laughs> I went to high school with them. You see them, you go to Target, and you're like, oh, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. But um, I went to Oak Park as well. Um, I was two years younger than them. So me and Cody's sister actually hung out and grew up together. Um, they actually only lived two blocks away from me, maybe three. I didn't even know that. Yes. So we used to hang out. Um, I actually decided to do cheer one year out of my life and say, hey, let's try this. And Katie was actually on the team. So Cody picked us up one night. And, of course, I'm like, oh, hey, you know, at that time, I think we were freshmen. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, oh, my God, a junior's talking to me. What can I say? <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself. But, I mean, we text back and forth. Nothing ever came of it. Like, he ended up, you know, being a senior, meeting Brittany um, going off, you know, leaving. So I became a senior. Um, I actually almost got married my senior year, which I mean, it almost happened, but I'm thankful it did not every day. Um, so then let's fast forward 10 years. Um, I became a bartender, which was not good time in my life. Let's just say that, um, I became in a very toxic relationship with a man who is 20 years older than me. Which, age is a number. I completely say that. Yeah. But just our meshing together was very toxic. And being a bartender was toxic. You want to party. You want to, you know, stay out all night and sleep all day. You know, do whatever you want. And at that point in my life, too, I had no kids, no responsibilities, Uh you know,
1: I was already like halfway to death at that point. I mean, I had yeah. kids, married, <laughs> divorced. So we had
0: two different lifestyles, as you can tell. Like I was the party girl. I took my time in life. You know, I'm not saying that she didn't take her time. You know, she just took a different. Oh no, girl, I did not take my time at all. <laughs> I, I we rushed right into it. Which again, I don't.
1: I don't necessarily think that contributed to our divorce. I no. really don't. I just think it was like. You know, two people, we kind of just fell apart, and there was a lot of immaturities and and insecurities, oh, being sure. young, and all of those kind of things. And they led to some decisions being made that were not necessarily good. And then, you know, it, we just couldn't figure it out. We couldn't make it work. We couldn't get oh, over yeah. those, those things that were that were negative in the relationship. And so it just happened. And, yeah, I mean... Although we did things early, I don't think that it was, like, the demise,
0: right? So, yeah. Yeah. How long were you a bartender, though? I bartended for five years. Okay. okay. Actually, no. Gosh. Seven years? Okay. Seven years of my life is what I did. for. Is it what I finally did, you know, for this first, from the time I turned 21 to the time I turned 27, 28. Yeah. That was my lifestyle. Which, it was rough for those eight years. I will tell you that. Like, it was fun. It's great money. I love being a bartender. But you get caught up in so much. And you get caught up in drinking all the time. Like, yeah. that's everyone wants everyone to do it. What are you doing tonight? Let's go drink. Let's go see our other bartender friends because let's go give them money. You know, let's yeah. f- support them. So, it was about, after those seven years, I finally said, you know what? My life needs to change for the better. Um, I need to get out of this toxic relationship. I need to just get out of the bar life. I just need to, you know, get my act together, really, is <laughs> what a lot of people told me. But so finally, me and the gentleman, we broke up, um, which was, I, you know, thank necessary. God for, yeah, it was necessary. And I thank God for that relationship because it taught me a lot. But I finally was like, I'm going to be myself. Like, I'm going to be within myself. I'm going to find myself. I just want to be single. I'm going to take my time and be mean. Cody had other plans for you. (laughs) (laughs) Not even. I don't even think it was a month after we had, like, like broke up. Mm -hmm. Actually, the funny thing is he still lived in my house. My ex did. Mm -hmm. And that's when Cody, like, messaged me. He's like, hey, what's up? I said, hold up. My first, my first thought is, he's married. Why is he DMing me? That's all I could think. Because I hadn't seen him for 10 years. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, we got a divorce. I was like, oh, okay, good. Because, like, I could talk to you now. Because if you're still married, like, yeah, my fate. Like, yeah, my DMs. <laughs> I just came from this crazy relationship. I just came from this I don't crazy. I don't need nothing. the in other my woman. Life. I do not want nothing. Yeah. So, we talked for a little bit back and forth. How's life? How's kids? What are you guys doing? You know? And then I kind of just stopped because I was like, you know, I'm not ready for this. I didn't want nothing serious. So I just stopped and I thought, didn't think anything of it. A couple weeks go by. Hey, you want to go to lunch? What? I do not want to go to lunch. No, I don't. But then I'm like, what's lunch going to do? Hey, feed me, please. Well, <laughs> lunch, lunch turned into bigger things than I expected. Yes, here we are. Here we are, all over some lunch. All over some lunch. It was actually the day of his birthday in twenty seventeen. Oh. He said, "Hey, today's my birthday. Do you want to go to lunch with me?" And I said, <laughs> "Like, how do you say no to somebody?" Because I would have felt bad, really. Yeah, I'd have been like, "Oh no, I don't want to go. It's your birthday." But, but anyway, I guess I will since you've guilted
1: me into it.
0: Yeah. So that's a little bit about me as a rough, you know, little introduction. We'll get more into you know details. But let's have Brittany talk about, you know, post-divorce and kind of finding out about Cody and myself. Yeah, so, okay, so when you get divorced,
1: this is the thing. We didn't have anything. We were young and we lived with my parents. Like, we didn't have things. We didn't have things to fight about. We didn't have, you know, I mean, so I will say in that sense, it was... Probably pretty easy for us, you know, we had kids, yeah, you know, but we we've always you didn't have agreed, a whole lot. yeah, and we always agreed like we were gonna fight over the kids, you know, no, no sense in that. Um, now, the things that we were really concerned about in the divorce were like our friends, you know, like who gets to keep the friends? <laughs> who wants me? Who wants me? but but this is the thing. so. You know, the group of friends we had, They were it was my group of friends from um, Christmas when I yeah. went to high school in Independence. So, but it had been 10 years. Like, at that point, I was like, they're not my friends. They're our friends. Like, they are just as much your
0: friends now as they are
1: my friends. Like, yeah. you've known them for 10 years. Yeah. You know, so there's, it was like. I
0: mean, there's no turning back on that.
1: Like. Yeah. And, funny side note. So, my best friend. Jessica met his best friend, Anthony, at our wedding. And they got married. Wedding. So, uh, we love Jessica and Anthony yes. to pieces. And Which is funny.
0: I knew Anthony also whenever, like, we used to hang out with, like, a bunch of people from high school. He always hung out with our age for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Coming We're for like, Anthony. Sorry, <laughs> Aunt, you know. But he always hung out with, like, Cody's grade, And then I hung out with the people older. Yeah. So... It was always like, Oh hey Aunt, like what's up? Like and I would see him all around town too, like yeah even through those ten years. So it was always like, Hi Anthony, how are you? Nothing, you know, whatever. Right. Go on about nothing. So So you knew
1: Anthony, but you didn't even like it's funny, like we were connected but we were
0: Like did, the whole we circle connected? was so crazy because like was, like I said, I knew Anthony. And Katie and Katie and, and Cody and like yeah. everybody. Yeah. So just Jess didn't Jessica, really know, know about you. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well,
1: I mean, like, I was quiet, so. <laughs> I was trying to not be known by anyone, so it's fine. Um, so Jessica and Anthony got married. Um, You know, so, like, I mean, I, for them, it was probably, like, It was okay. the most awkward for them, I think, because it's, like... Yeah, because, like, they're our best Anthony's, friends. They don't want to take a yeah. side. And Anthony's going to support Cody, and Jessica's going to support me, but they're married. And, I mean, they supported both of us, you know. Like, there were some rough times, but, I mean... Ultimately, like, we had all been friends for so long, and I think how Cody and I reacted to the whole situation really dictated how our friends reacted to the situation. Well, yeah. And so we would still go to friends' things together... Um, now, when I say together, I mean, like, we could just go there and be cordial. Like, yeah. you know, we could still associate with them at the same time, at the same places. Now, they would, like, make jokes every once in a while. Oh,
0: for sure. Why not, though? Like, it would <laughs> always be like, is this going to offend them? Probably not, or what?
1: Right. Like, the the friends group, like, they would make jokes, and they'd be like, oh, that's awkward. You guys aren't married anymore.
0: Or, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're like, oh, you're, you're, you're the divorced ones. Yeah, and so, or, like. Cody and I, I mean, being still, like, I mean, it was raw, and it was fresh for a while, you know, and we had been through some stuff, and so we'd make, like, these passive-aggressive comments towards each other sometimes, and so I know that made, like, all the friends feel really
0: awkward. Oh, I bet. They're all just like, uh... Is there, like, a dog to pet? Because I'm really awkward in this conversation, because you know everyone gets a dog when it's awkward. Right. They're like, oh, is there a
1: dog here? Like, like sh- should we laugh? Should we not laugh? What, what should we do here? And so... Bless our friends. They made it through. Um, And even, you know, like we're we going to talk more about this later too, but like having that solid group of friends for so long and then, okay, we get divorced. And then they have to be open to like welcoming new people into our group that they didn't know when we find new, you know mates I know that sounds super weird but I don't know what else to call it <laughs> mates. When, they, when we like are with somebody else you know and so that's kind of weird for them I bet but so post-divorce like friends was like a big thing and then family too and again we were so close to my family all parts of my family um I was close to his family and so that part like Cody was like a My mom's son, like, my parents' son, they'd known him for 10 years, and it was 10 years of his life, like, him growing up. And like you said, you guys lived with them the whole entire time up to those 10 years, basically. Really, in the end. Yeah, so, like, they knew everything about everything, and so they, like, it was almost like they were getting divorced from us. Or, like, from Cody, right? Because you want to be able to, like, it's like there's almost a balance Because they want to support me, right, because I'm their daughter. But, like, Cody was, like, their son, you know. And so it's like, okay, we also want to support Cody. They're going through the breakup, too, basically. Yeah, they really were. And um, even, like, not having our kids under the same roof as them anymore, they were, like, super grandparents in the sense, like, they had our kids just as much as we had our kids, right? We were just all doing it together. It was seriously, like, the, what do they call it, like, the village takes a village to... <laughs> oh, it
0: takes a village to raise kids.
1: Yes. Well, we had a village. Um, and so, like, our village kind of fell apart. And that was a little rough, you know. But, um, you know, that is that is what it is. Post-divorce also, like, I think everything with the friends and stuff, like, it was fine. It was awkward sometimes, but it was fine. It was kind of funny. Like, in, you know, the, the awkward gate, yeah. sense that it was funny. Um but then Cody started dating and I, I was not in a relationship. I was in a, um, I don't even know. What do they call it? It's just a complicated, it's no, I'm not going to say it. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I was in a complicated situation and so I was still like super insecure about myself and about everything going on, you know? But then Cody's out here dating, and I'm just gonna tell you, I think men going back on the dating scene is like 20 million times easier than a woman trying to get back on oh, the dating for scene. For sure. Which I don't mean any of our male listeners. I'm, I apologize in advance for making that statement. However, just from my personal experience, I feel like Cody, he can literally just like DM 20 girls, and probably 18 are gonna respond to him. <gasps> Like, (laughs) I, I didn't even want to DM anyone, let alone like if I did, it wouldn't be like because they wanted to be in a relationship with me. Let's just be real. That's just not why they would. Funny thing
0: is though, whenever he DM me after the fact, I'm like, so how many DMs did you take to get to me? Right. I literally said this, (laughs) and he's he's like, that's not funny. None. I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. Okay, whatever you say. Maybe maybe none this same week. <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. Okay. We're not hating on <sighs> Cody. But um yeah, so he he didn't ever had anything like super serious, you know? And so I wasn't
0: ever like too concerned. Yeah, really. You were concerned. just like, "Man, like I'll talk to you whenever I like whenever you're going to stick around kind of thing."
1: Yeah. Or, like... Well, no, Or her, worry
0: about it until, like... Yeah, I
1: was like, I'm not gonna worry about anything until he has a girl that, like, is really, like, stuck to him or yeah. he's really all about her. And, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, someone would come up and I'll be like, okay, like, do you really like her? Are you just doing, like, this to get back at me? Or, like, I did think that there were some gains in terms of that for a yeah. little bit. Which, you know, I mean, that's okay. But and, you
0: guys are going through a divorce. Yeah. Well, you've been through a divorce and, like, I mean... I don't care if, what other people say. You guys are always going to have that feeling for each other. You really are. Ten years. I don't want to say that feeling, but you had that feeling.
1: Well, like, at the beginning, like, right after we got divorced, it was still, like, so raw yeah. that it's like, uh, this is awkward. Yeah. Like, this is just weird. Weird to see Everyone's, you with other people yeah. or whatever. Or hear about you with other people. Like, no one just, no one wants to hear it, right? No. You know that it's probably happening, but you don't want you just to don't hear get, it. You yeah. want to see it or whatever until you're like past it and past that moment. Yeah. And you're okay with the situation. And so I will say though, there was this one girl, woman, whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> listen, she was somebody who I had heard of before, wasn't a fan at all. And I was like, this co-parenting thing with her would never work. And I'm not, Kidding, like I would think about like, okay, this person, like, could I be cordial with him? Eh, maybe. And then she came up and I was like, Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> you already like, had your feelings, you're like, nope, not gonna mm, happen, it won't no. work. Crossed her off right away.
1: And Cody at the time, you know, he he was in that, mm-hmm, okay, I don't have to listen to you anymore or whatever, yeah. whatever. He was in
0: that other mindset of Yes. This is my life. Now, Whole new not attitude, ours. Cody. Yeah. And
1: he was like, I'm going to do this, and you can't tell me I can't. And he he tried to do it, and he did it for a little minute. And then he ended up breaking it off with her, which I was so thankful for. And we had a lot of really heated emotional conversations about it because I I just didn't want her around my kids. I did not want to communicate with her. Wasn't feeling it, you know? And at the end of the day, though, I did learn that, you know, one of the reasons he did break it off with her is because he knew like co parenting the future, like it, it would not be. It just wasn't good. gonna work
0: out for nobody's sake. Yeah.
1: So I was thankful for that. I was thankful that although he wanted to like put up this front, like he didn't care what I thought or what I was saying. He he was thinking about it. But in, in the, the back of, of the his children, mind, like he
0: really didn't care what you think thought though.
1: Yeah, he didn't care, but he cared for the kids, and so he made that a bigger priority than what he wanted to do at the time, whether it was, you know, get back at me or really be in this relationship or whatever it was, so that was cool. And then, I don't know, a little bit later, Alexis, I heard about Alexis coming into the picture, and yeah, I didn't know Alexis, but I did know of her. You know, I did what every ex-wife would do in (laughs) the 21st century, and social media stalked you, like, hardcore.
0: Hey.
1: But, um, what, I mean, what can you really Which probably back expect?
0: then, though, or I guess not really. There were some things that I probably shouldn't have posted online that I did, and I didn't care. And so probably when people come into my Facebook, they're probably like, this girl is weird. Like, <laughs> who is she? Well, I mean, Whatever. I I
1: will admit, like, I probably passed some, like, initial judgments, Um, just because like, yeah, you were a bartender and there were a lot of pictures of you like and at the bar or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. He's going to bring her around the children. (laughs) This wild girl. (laughs) But I, I mean, but really like I didn't have any strong objections to you. I really didn't. Like I didn't know you enough to have those strong objections at the time. And I mean, that was actually a good thing that I didn't know you. Um, so I did stalk you on social media for a little while, but I'm sure you probably stalked me too. And I just can't imagine like for you coming into it, for anyone coming into it, but coming into the co-parenting relationship that Cody and I were able to have and like work on, you know, like that's gotta be super intimidating.
0: Yeah. That was the biggest thing, honestly. Um, me coming into that co-parenting situation, um, at first I had, like, I was like, no doubt. I don't have to worry about Brittany or the kids because this is not serious. Yeah. On my part, I said, you know, this is going to be a summer fling. It's going to be, you know, no big deal. I'm going to go back to my bartending life or, you know, or wherever I was going to go. Yeah. At that point, because I was still bartending when we met. So I was yeah. still doing it and still, but I, I wanted out of it. Which yeah. I had gotten myself, you know, contained. And eventually I did get out of it. And, uh, but I came into this and I'm like, why is she always texting you? Like, when we go on to dates? Yeah. Or like, go even to lunch or whatever. I'm like, it's kind of annoying. I'm like, if you're going to be with me, why are you texting her? Kind of thing.
1: And I'll be honest, I probably did text him at some moment to be annoying. Like, I didn't really have anything to say. Yeah. But I wanted him to be bothered.
0: Because <laughs> you're like, she's, because you knew that, like, yeah I was with him. Yeah. And so it petty. also goes back to also, like, knowing that you guys all lived together. Or he lived with your parents, but you had moved out. But yeah. I know for a fact, like, you'd still go over there, even though, like, there was nothing to do. You yeah. just wanted to go over there. Yeah. And which we used to have arguments about that all the time. And it was just like, at that point, I was like, do I really want to do this? Like, I don't have kids, so I don't have to do this kind of thing. Do I have to keep going on with this co-parenting? I don't want to deal with Brittany. Like, this is not my lifestyle kind of thing. And it just kept going and going. And then one time, it got real bad. Because at this point, this is how like this is how close they are, and which I'm thankful that they are this close. But at that point, I was like, no, thankful. I said, I'm out, like out the door. They had told, well, he had told me that he was going on a cruise, and of this would have been in 2018 in November, and this was probably about June or July ish that I found out. Mm Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah.
1: We, we went on cruises a lot, like, with our friend group. And yeah. And so I will say that was kind of awkward not being able to do that. We're wondering, like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to travel and have fun with our friends? But yeah. anyways, side note. Go ahead. So <laughs>
0: he's like, oh, hey, I'm going on a cruise with some friends, which any female knows. If they say some friends, like, there's going to be somebody on there that you don't want him to go with. <laughs> and I'm like. He's being too generic. I'm like, okay. Kind of go. I'm like, oh, where are you going? So I'm like, which friends are you going with? Because I didn't know exactly, like, maybe he was going with people from work or, you know. Yeah. He goes, you know, so-and-so, Anthony, Jess, Brittany, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And I just <laughs> said, what? He just
1: brushed over. <laughs> he said, "What?
0: Well, well, what? And I said, you just said Brittany. You're going on a cruise with Brittany. He said, yeah. And I hang up the phone. Like, at this point, I'm done. Like, I'm so over. heated. I'm so mad. Like, how are you going to take some other girl... A, who you were married with and had kids with, yeah, had a sexual relationship with on a cruise and don't tell me that you're not going to sleep in the same room, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I'm not about this life. I'm out. Like, I wanted to be done, like, at that point. I was so heated. And I let it go that whole night. I, we did not talk. I just said, I'm done talking to you. I'm going to let myself be, you know. I don't have to talk to you, really. Yeah. So I mean, it goes on and on, and they or the day goes on, and I finally text him. I'm like, I'm gonna give you a chance, but I'm gonna let you know that I'm not gonna be happy if you go on the cruise still. Yeah. Which I mean, probably a lot of people are like, oh, you're mean for saying that because. You oh know. no, I would so be like that. And this is the thing, like even things that you would
1: be mad about and stuff like that, and I would like make comments and or I would like text Jessica and be like can you believe this listen to what she said or, or whatever <laughs> but but at the end of the day I'm like but if I if I were her I would be mad but yeah. guess what I'm not and then, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be so petty about it but I mean no I would totally be mad at that also because
0: I'd just be like I'm stuck in Missouri while you guys were on a beach drinking drinks together having yeah. fun and I'm like oh okay cool let me be that girlfriend and then like all my friends are like oh where's Cody I'm like oh on a cruise with his ex-wife <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, that's a little hard to explain to people and a little weird. It was crazy. But with that being said, honestly, guys, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap this episode up. Now you guys have heard a little bit more about who
1: I am and who Alexis is. And we can't wait to talk about the next part. Um, About getting to really know each other and have to conversate. Yeah, where we actually met one another for the first time, I guess, um, in, a, in a way that we had to figure out, okay, are we going to be grown-ups about this or are we going to still try to be immature about this? And it's hard. It's so hard. And, you know, I think that's one thing to remember. We were talking about our co-parenting journey and uh, how how it works for us. And there are so many different factors that go into one's ability to be able to co-parent effectively and positively and all of those things. And so, you know, we're not saying that our way is right or our journey is the, you know, the way that would make everything okay. Um, and like we said at the beginning, you know, everyone's
0: story is different. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like no parent is the same and our parenting skills aren't even the same between each other. no. So it's also good to bring those two, and that's what we're wanting to help people with and yeah. just hear us and like she says, we're not experts by any mean, but we're just wanting to help people that we can because we're helpful people,
1: yeah, and we think that you know we can hopefully inspire people to maybe just i don't
0: know just reach out to the, the reach other out one. to the
1: co-parent and or or maybe I mean if you take anything that we say and are able to apply that in any way to your current situation like that's a win so um, we're super excited thank you guys so much for joining us and thank you we will see you next time
0: thank you for joining us this week to learn more about us follow us on facebook and instagram at co without chaos please message us with any questions comments or suggestions Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button to get the latest episodes. Be sure to tune in next week as we explore all things co-parenting.